Welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, we've been talking in recent weeks about time, and I don't want to take too much of your time. I try to keep these podcasts as expeditious as possible and expedient as possible, but also just to give you a seed of thought and what's going through my mind this week, podcast listeners, on uh, the topic we're talking about, and, 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 and we've been talking about time. And in one of our podcasts a month, we, we talk about a tool that we use to help us in our personal development and help us in our uh, being apprentices of Christ, being apprentices of good leadership. And um, the one I want to talk about today is the learning circle. So if you can visualize this, you draw a horizontal line from left to right, and then right underneath that line, uh, connected to that line, is a circle. And where that circle touches the horizontal line, you put an X. That signifies the significant event that's happened. Now, often this is misunderstood. I've had people say, well, you know what? I don't have very many significant events in, your, in my life. Well, you have them every day. Every day, events are happening, and some are not a, a job promotion. Some are not a, a cancer diagnosis. Some are not a a tremendous uh, announcement of the birth of your child. Some are not the unbelievable tragedy of the loss of a child. I mean, obviously there are huge significant events that we have, but every day we are having significant events in this sense. In Mark 1.15, Jesus says, the time is now, the kingdom is near, repent and believe the good news. The word he uses for the time is now is kairos. We call that a significant event. There's a moment pregnant with opportunity. What is that? What learning could I have as a result of what I face today? What learning could I experience as a result of the meeting I'm going to have tomorrow? And so when we talk about the learning circle, we're talking about an intentional engagement with the events of our lives so that we we don't become stagnant. Growth is always an act of intentionality. It's never a, hey, I drifted one day and three years later I found out, wow, I really grew. It doesn't work that way. L- growth physically, growth spiritually, growth intellectually is always the result of an intentional process where I choose to engage in physical growth. I choose to engage with walking, working out, exercise, stretches my muscles, and they grow and adapt. Spiritually, I choose to engage in in activities of the soul, solitude, scripture, service, support, and significant events that I know are going to stretch my spiritual muscles and make me grow. Intellectual growth is always a result of some significant decisions that you've made to say, I'm going to stretch myself intellectually. I'm going to read. I'm going to study. I'm going to be a learner. And so when we talk about the learning circle, we're talking about anything that happens to us that deserves our processing. 
It has four components to it. Once you go through this significant event, on the upper right of the circle is you dig. You dig into, okay, what exactly, what exactly happened? What exactly was that event about? Now, let me, let me give you, let me give you um, just a, a, something that happened. I, I want to give you a common thing that happened to me uh, yesterday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, I'm sorry. You know, Sunday, Sherry and I were sitting at Barnes & Noble, and we were just having a Sunday evening of decompression. We like to go in there sometimes and just sit and read, and and uh, sometimes we'll pick up magazines and read. I was reading a, a new, the new John Grisham book, sitting there reading, and a young man was totally breaking the rules, and he came around. He was trying to sell candy bars to everyone in Barnes & Noble um, so he could raise money to go to college. And it was really uncomfortable because he was clearly, clearly trying to sell something in a store that's trying to sell other things. And, and, and you know, uh, you're not supposed to do that. And I think someone actually went to the front desk and reported that he was doing it. Um, for me, I've told you guys this before, I, I'm, I'm an enabler. I don't, I don't ever, I don't almost ever, I don't ever remember refusing an opportunity to help someone who's asking for a contribution. I just think I, my understanding of Matthew 5, when Jesus says, if someone asks for your coat, give him your outer garment as well, that I always take that, that you know what, in the kingdom we might be taken advantage of, but that's okay. They have to live with that more than I have to live with that. I'm going to be an agent of generosity, came around and I think he had some candy bars and all I had was a 20. And uh, I gave him a 20 for his candy bar and said, hey, now you go, you go put this to use. You, you know, you, you work hard. He go, cause he said, well, don't you, don't I need to give you some change? I said, no, I, I you know, um, uh, we want, we want you to just see this as this represents an opportunity to, uh, to make something of your life and you go do that. Now I noticed people were looking at us. And because some everybody in the cafe at Barnes and Noble had already rejected him, and we were the only numbskulls who chose to give him any money, and uh, we probably looked like fools. We probably did. That's what happened. So we processed that. That's the dig. Okay, is that a is that the most significant thing that's going to happen to me this week? No, but okay, let's dig. And then we go into discover. Okay, we discover. Because what's revealed there is what I discover is my values, right? So that is, a, that is an intersection of my values. My values are, man, if your daughter's coming to, you know, if she wants to sell her Girl Scout cookies, if your son wants to sell Boy Scout cookies, come to our front door because I'm probably going to buy more cookies than I need. That's just, I just, Proverbs says, with, if you have a good in your hand, do not withhold it. And so I just believe in that. I'm probably going to err on the side of, of enabling someone who abuses that money. That's probably the case. But what I discover there is, okay, how do I feel how do I feel about that? How do I feel about giving to someone who there's a very good possibility that money is not going to go toward a college fund that ends up at Sinclair? It's a very, possi- very strong possibility. That's not on me. That, that's the decision I make. If you were sitting there and you didn't give him any money, that's okay. I am not going to judge you for that. So then that's the dig and discover part is where I go. I say, okay, here's what happened. Then the, the next D on the lower left quadrant of the circle is discuss. Sherry and I talked about it. Okay, now how do you feel about that? She knows what I think. She knows what I think. She knows 
that I'm not going to turn that guy away. Now, excuse me. If I would have had $2, I would have given him $2. I probably wouldn't have given him $20. I'm not that generous. But she knows. She initiated. She asked him, said, come over here. She knew, she knew what I think about that, how I feel about that opportunity. And so we talked about that afterward, just very briefly. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is that Mike Roop in the office here today, he brought it up to me today because she brought it up at her staff meeting, and that's the only reason it's on my mind at all. It's because we shared that moment, and we talked about it, we processed it, and then came out of that with the final D, and that is the do of what are you going to do about that significant event. And I just walk out of there saying, okay, I would do it again. I would do it again. I might not give $20 if I had less to give, but I'm going to do that again. And that's a significant affirmation of growth. And you come out of that event saying, okay, I might have changed. I might have changed my thinking. Or that just might have affirmed my thinking on what my personal values are. The learning tool, my point with this, is a tool you ought to use every day. You ought to get so skilled with it, that it becomes an unconscious competence of processing the things that happen to you. You're going to have something today happen that you could sit down with your journal and just walk through the learning circle. It might be a conversation. It might be a a meeting. It might be a message that you heard at church. I mean, I dare I say it, that every time you are hearing a, a message that, that, that could be a significant event. What do I do with this? How do I dig into what happened? How do I discover what's going on? Should I discuss this? And then what do I do? And as a result, there is, there is no way you are not going to grow when you are getting intentional about at least one significant event a day or one significant, significant event a week, or one significant, a significant event that happened this month, there is no way, because of your intentionality, in using the times of your life strategically, there is no way that you're not going to grow. You're going to be a different person. You're going to wake up someday and you're going to go. The work God started in me, He is really carrying on to completion because I chose to create an intersection of the events of my life with the opportunities that God has given me to grow. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.